Good morning, Marcia. How are Good you? Good morning, today? Dirk. I'm doing well. What about you? Ah, we're having a fantastic time. It's the last sunny days in uh, Toronto in this probably this fall, and we're just enjoying it. Yeah, we had a lot of rain yesterday, in Miami, but sun is coming back. Sun is coming back, and dear viewers, it doesn't happen very often that Marcia's weather in Miami is better than mine in Toronto. So I really cherish the day. <laughs> So hi everyone. We are Marcia and Dirk, and we're on a mission to help organizations become more customer centric. Today we'll be talking about customer journey, and we're starting with a very famous fairy tale. Okay, don't dawdle along the way, and please don't talk to strangers. Is what the mother said to Red Riding Hood when she sent her off to visit Grandma. But when Little Red Riding Hood, noticing some lovely flowers in the woods, she forgot her promise to her mother to be careful. She picked a few flowers, watched the butterflies flit about for a while, listened to the frogs croaking, and then picked a few more until she met the wolf. Dirk, what Red Riding Hood got to do with customer journey? Thanks, Marcia. First of all, I always think like, please stay on the path, stay on the path. But then we wouldn't have a fairy tale with a good story. So um, there's two things in there from a customer perspective, customer journey perspective. For once, we want our customers to stay on the path and not get distracted by offerings from our competitors. Everyone has nice flowers and probably they also come at, you know, in terms of products and services and they come at strikingly similar price points. So the one challenge we have, we need to build a journey through the jungle of destructions that our customer stays on that path that we've created. And that is the customer journey. But ideally from beginning, from mother to end, grandmother, which in this case represents the finalized transactions. But there's a second dimension in there. Mm -hmm. And this is, we want a safe passage for the jungle, which is not only good for one passage, but for multiple passages. So this means we want the customer to enjoy the passage and come back. Because acquiring a new customer is five times more expensive than keeping or retaining existing customers. Um, just keeping, putting the, getting the retention up 5% increases profit somewhere between 25 and 70%. And Making a sale to an existing customer is three times more likely than trying to do that with a new customer. So that is the parallel between Red Riding Hood and us trying to keep customers on the path, having a safe passage to finalizing a transaction with us. Marcia, do you have other examples for us? Yes, yes. So at first, we may understand quite literally what is customer journey, like being guided through a supermarket. Up to two-thirds of what we buy in a supermarket, we had no intention of buying. So that customer journey, having a good flow, knowing where to place things in the supermarket, uh, like the flowers first on the left, and then the bakery, and then the produce, and then the, every step you follow in the supermarket, it's a journey, right? And it's vital for the revenue. But the customer journey starts way before the customer goes to the supermarket. It starts when 
the need exists. And every step from the location of the supermarket, uh, the path that you have to take, how you get there, how the supermarket looks like, uh, the, the shopping cart location, everything is part of the journey. And Dirk, do you have other examples? Yes, there's lots of wonderful examples. But let me say one thing before I give, you know, have two more interesting um, examples here. In our journey, in our own journey about custom centricity, we realize there's no big difference between a customer journey for a B2B company or a B2C company. So if you're an industrial company, you think like, oh, they have an example about a supermarket. I'm not dealing with end customers. What we've figured out is even mm -hmm. on the industrial product side, there's hardly anything that's unique. There's always a competitor. And we know the better your customer journey is, even in the industrial segment, the more loyal your customers will become. So two popular examples, Starbucks, of course, is wonderful. A lot of people know Starbucks. Their customer journey is just so, and I, I for lack of a better term, I'd say tight. It's a, such a scripted experience from mm -hmm. the temperature, the music, everything to the check-in process, the check-out process, and so on and so forth. If you think you have like a great experience at a Starbucks on any given day, it's because they want you to have exactly that experience. Mm -hmm. What's also interesting, another example is if you rent a car. It's not just that moment when you go to the counter and that person maybe offers you a friendly greeting. Renting a car actually starts with the attraction. So might it be the price, the logo, or whatever the company's got to offer because there is so many similar, similar offerings, like so many flowers along the way. There's Avis, Sixth, Alamo, and you, know, you, you can name it all. Mm -hmm. So attraction. Then comes the reservation process. How can I stay on the path? Is the reservation process easy for me? Or you know, do they make me jump for so many hoops and I'd rather you know, follow another wolf to, to, to rent in his agency? Then comes the car collection rent list, the third step of that particular customer journey where I mm -hmm. go to actually go to that counter. That's your yeah. supermarket example. Then two more. There's the car return. You know, I want to return this car probably at an airport that I don't know. So I want huge signs saying car rental return. And then I want the company where I rented, I want them to have a sign to say, please go here and so on and so forth. Last but not least, they send us, you know, the, the inevitable survey post rental to say how, you know, to better understand how they were doing. So from a rental process, that whole journey has five major steps with various different touch points in between. And to round it off, um, a customer journey is always a collection of little touch points along that journey, which are usually um, deliberately designed and scripted. The better you have the journey under control, the less red riding hood will stray off path. Yeah, yeah. It makes a lot of sense. So reliable, repeatable experience is what makes this customer journey uh, attractive and creates loyal customers. Is your customer journey designed to be a beginning to end experience to your customers? Are you helping your customer through the jungle and making them come back? So today we know there are much more to, to talk about and we want to make this session short and crisp. Please offer your thoughts, questions, comments below and thank you. Yes, and also from my end, we hope you've enjoyed today's episode. We will be back for more. We are... Marcia. 
<laughs> yeah, we try and Dirk, <laughs> and uh, we're on a mission to help companies become more customer centric. Great, thank you, Dirk. Thank you all for watching. Thanks, us. Marcia. <laughs>